The relationship with animals is something that is um, connected with the humanity ever since we we can write our history or have any notice about our history. Welcome to season two of the Arts Access Florida podcast. I'm your host, Malika Hollis. Each episode, we amplify the voices of the diverse art nonprofit organizations in our community. Conversations, community, and connection is right here on the Arts Access Florida podcast. Support for Arts Access Florida comes from Community Foundation Tampa Bay, championing philanthropy, encouraging and connecting givers to bring lasting good, investing in education and economic mobility. Learn more at cftampabay.org. That's cftampabay.org. Zora Carrier from the Florida Museum of Photographic Arts speaks with us today about the company we keep, photographs of our complex relationship with animals. This exhibit highlights two artists who through photography show the multiple elements of these relationships and gives you, the viewer, the opportunity to see, reflect, and start a conversation within your community about the company we keep with animals. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Zora, thank you so much for being with us today. To start it off, do you want to just give a little insight or brief history of the Florida Museum of Photographic Arts? Yes, um, the Florida Museum of Photographic Arts is uh, 20 years young. It's an institution that uh, that started in South Tampa as a more uh, as a photography gallery, and. Um, um, very quickly, the gallery did um, uh, create a following that would that would grow into a pretty strong community. And what that uh, exhibition programming um, pretty much inspired people to collect. Mm-hmm. And uh, some of the some of the collected pieces then end up coming back to the to the gallery. And so gallery uh, started to inquire collection and that very much changed the the position on the on the on the art scene and we became a museum because we we took on the stewardship of the or the artwork that we collected during the exhibition period. And so in 2000, in 2012, uh, we moved into this very prominent downtown location and we are now part of the, of the arts, arts district on, on the river uh, awesome. in a very, good, in a very bu- good company of Tampa Museum of Art and Strauss Center and Tampa Theater. So that's, that's a quick history of Florida Museum of Photographic Arts. That's amazing. So we wanted to talk today specifically about your upcoming exhibit. Um, It's open now until July 3rd, and it's called The Company We Keep, Photographs of Our Complex Relationships with Animals. Um, How did this series find its way to the Florida Museum? Um, 
our exhibition program is very much grounded in um, in the in the questions and issues that our community is dealing with interested in talking about and so we try to we try to be on the top of what our community uh, is is interested in mm. and uh, the relationship with animals is something that is um, connected with the humanity pretty much ever since we we can write our history or have any notice about our history and um, there the relationship was very different there was this uh, I would say mutual benefit but there were also threats and danger and uh, now we are in the 21st century um, we are I would say the most uh, most prominent species on this on this planet and I think that we need to look back and we need to uh, to learn and uh, maybe look to the future with little different goals than we did um, when we lived in the caves. So how did your two photographers, um, well, you described them as having two different perspectives of the photography. Yeah. Um, would you mind explaining a little bit of Gianti Seiler's perspective of the yes, work? Yes. So Jamti has this very complicated um, a theme of, of emotional emotional attachment of the of the pet and the owner, and again uh, with with human mind things are complicated and the emotional attachment um, can somehow happen in a very dysfunctional situation like having a having a bear. Um, that was a very, a very sweet, small, uh, cuddly creature, and um, a couple months later, it was, it was uh, uh, unsustainable to keep this uh, this pet in a household. Mm. So these uh, these pets end up in the um, in the sanctuaries, and uh, the love and the relationship with the owner takes a very different uh, quality, very different dimension. And so she was very much intrigued um, in, uh, with this, with this um, pretty much dysfunctional, dysfunctional uh, ownership of a pet. And she followed people who developed these, uh, these emotional attachment to tigers or, or uh, birds, big uh, predator birds that cannot be kept in a in a household, or even um, sanctuary in Naples that is taking care of wolves, and all these were small pets, small puppies um, that that kind of charmed their their owners into into this uh, complicated relationship, and now they live in sanctuaries, and the owners are coming and having their a kind of a long distance relationship with them and um, it's surprising how many of those of those situations are in our community here in mm -hmm. in Florida but also in Tampa Bay yes that's that's really interesting because I actually had a memory when I was younger I had a neighbor um, who had like a llama or I mean I lived there when I was really young so like five and he had like a llama or something like a llama in his backyard for years yeah. um and eventually um 
after we had moved out of that neighborhood, they came and, you know, took the llama to a sanctuary. But it was such a strange situation, but it was kind of like his pet. He he acted like it was his pet dog, except it, the dog was always in the, the llama was always in the backyard. But yeah, I've heard plenty of kind of random stories throughout my life about people and their like more exotic or more, you know, not your typical yeah. pet in their backyard. Absolutely. And, you know, it's um, it's complicated in the way that that, um, you know, our relationships that we create are never linear and there are very many, many variables that will affect that. And um, really, some of these some of these are that end and it gives a little bit of a mirror to the relationships we have with pets that are maybe easier to maintain. Um, uh, the typical cats and dogs that we keep in our household. And um, I think that it creates a platform where we can think even about the very typical relationships where there is this mutual mutual uh, embracing of, of, of uh, emotions and, and just open space for curiosity and a look at them, how how do how do how the life of these animals actually shapes and how our lives is shaped by by their presence so do you think that that this particular photographer saw any of the the benefits of this is there any benefit of that kind of having a pet that really isn't meant to be living in those circumstances like i don't I'm wondering, how did these people even acquire these pets? Did they find them and kept them or did they take them from a habitat they shouldn't have? I, I'm just curious. Yes, um, the misplacement is a, is a big, a big part of, of having animals in our households, right? Um, the animals that are that are living in the in the wilderness are misplaced by brought in the urban environment and the pets that were uh, born and raised in in a household or in an urban environment are misplaced when they are just uh, you know brought into the wilderness and we caused that we did mix up all this and so the the function of the artist is actually to deepen the mystery and and that's what that's what um, Javanti is doing. She does not necessarily owe any answers, and she is non-judgmental in the in the work that she is creating. She really is just trying to 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 learn. And again, the 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 sense of curiosity is is a very positive emotion. And I think that when people come here, then then a lot of the curiosity is is uh, uh, triggered. Why? How? And uh, what is what is the bigger picture? What really is the function of the sanctuaries? And how? What is the future of the sanctuaries? Right. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. So, her photography in this exhibit is more to create more conversation, put some focus in this area and just just have it be something that people think about, which, yes. which is great. Yes we, yes, we are definitely not trying to to offer any solutions. Many questions are, are raised and, mm -hmm. and putting animals in chains, right, which we do and we 
it's a it's a, a very much something what is what is expected that the animal would be on on a leash or or on a chain and you know it's a question is if it if this is the best your best friend um it is supposed to be on the leash or is this friendship just something that you um perceive um as as a friendship or is this a real friendship and again we do not uh, offer any answers we do want people to to be curious and and, and look for the answers maybe in their own community <laughs> While you're enjoying this episode of Arts Access Florida, we want to tell you about another podcast we think you'll like. The Zest is WUSF's podcast about food in Florida. We explore food history, chat with award-winning chefs, and more. Listen at thezestpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. So to move on to Joanne MacArthur's part of the exhibit, um, would you tell us a little bit about what she has going on? Well, she is exploring um, uh, our relationship with animals on a very utilitarian level. And uh, that's another eye opener. We are uh, using animals for so many things. I mean, starting with food and clothing, but also pieces of furniture, everyday objects. Um, we are using bones, we are using their skin, we are using their flesh. And, um, and she is uh, kind of uh, documenting, again, documenting uh, this, this relationship on a very utilitarian way. And we, we can see animals that are in, in research, we can see animals that are uh, that are destined, that were born, raised, uh, very short-lived in, in a very strange environment. And uh, our relationship to them is very utilitarian. And she's trying to see uh, if she can somehow connect us with the consciousness, with, with, uh, with who they really are. We know mm. that animals do have a very similar similar. Um, a life than human beings they do they do form families they they yeah. have their their emotional spectrum they can uh, they can experience joy and they can also experience grief and and they actually manifest those emotions on the level that is uh, accessible to us and and again, we some of those animals we are we are spoiling and and pretty much uh, giving them this anthrop anthropomorphic uh, status where we refer to them as our best friends as 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 a child, mm -hmm. right? And then on the other side, we are stripping them of of. Uh, of any any of these qualities and we do this pretty much simultaneously mm -hmm. um, and we do this with a very similar species um like apes um and um so she is again um i don't think that she necessarily wants um to give us an answer to this but she definitely wants us to to think about it see the see the relationship and see the the life of these of these creatures 
Wow, that's a lot to think about. I, was, I I'm really thinking about all my relationships with animals that I have. Not that I have a ton, but I have a few. So I'm thinking <laughs> about that now. Um, what variety of images will they see? What kind of animals are they going to see? I know you mentioned tigers and some kind of like um, larger species of birds. Yes, um, I mean we do have uh, we do have uh, Yavanti is documenting even even bears and uh, and even even people who are who are uh, who are a craftsman in in taxidermy which is another different very, uh, and they have a very loving and respectful relationship with the, with the projects they are working on. And they really honor the, the animals that they are created taxidermy um, with. And it is, uh, it, is, it is very, very, very touching. And what we can see are, let's say birds, which is, uh, we, we very rarely create this emotional relationships with birds. Typically it's mammals that we would, we would attach ourselves, but it is surprising how, and then we can see snakes, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so that's Yavanti's project, but um, Joanne is is uh, looking at animals who are, let's say, used in entertainment industry. And again, the there is this uh, a very blurry uh, boundary between the utilitarian and the and the emotional connection with animals who are in the in the in the shows and where we look up to them, to their skills, but at the same time, we just, we just pay our entry fee and, and leave um, this without, without any, any deeper, deeper connection with, with what the animal life is about, behind the bars, behind the chains, and with the regime that where they were not born to live, um, in the regime where they will have a practice in the morning and then they have some rest and they have a performance in the mm -hmm. evening. That is a lifestyle that we pushed on them and kind of created their life um, very much outside and very much misplaced uh, their, their, their purpose. And so again, it is, place, it is a place to think about and we want to encourage people maybe not just think about the animals that they are surrounding them but also document how they how they live and what they do and uh, and share the photography with us share the images that they create every pet owner has has a thousand images on their phone and some of them are really interesting to look at and so we want to see them we want people actively to share their their lives and their connections with animals no matter how complicated they are right so this relationship this exhibit is really showing just the the dynamic and complicated relationship that we have with animals at this time and um you mentioned to me that at the museum you uh the community can provide photos that can be displayed Yes. Um, would you mind explaining how that works in case any of our listeners want to get involved? Absolutely. I would I would encourage every everybody to look into into the photography they have and, and consider sharing it on our pop up uh, project uh, where we invite community members to bring their prints 
and share them on the wall uh, in our community gallery for others to see. And, and I think that is just extending the, the power of the two artists and the power of the thoughts that these two artists put out there. And we can put our uh, own community spin on that, on that relationship and show what does it mean to have a a company of animals in, in Tampa Bay. So everybody who is willing to share their print uh, has a free admission and is, is uh, welcome to enjoy the exhibitions that we offer at the museum. And then also see what other pet owners and animal lovers in the community have to say about, about our relationships with, with the company we keep, which are animals. Yes, I love that. Ah, it's so perfectly titled. I'm gonna, I'm gonna rummage through my phone because I do have about a thousand photos of my my puppies. This is a really cool and unique um, way of engaging with the community and also educating them at the same time. Um, is there any other ways you hope to build community involvement at the Florida Museum of Photographic Arts this year? Um, absolutely. Uh, the, the involvement with our members and visitors is, is pretty much a lifeline of the museum. The museum is here as a hub for, for people who are interested in photography. And as, we, as the technology is uh, more and more uh, kind of a part of our everyday life, and the phone has a camera that is uh, that is really stellar and and uh, um, and high end uh, equipment. So we offer classes. There is there is so much uh, that can be done with photography, either on professional level or really on on the level of having fun, building community. Um, learning about new new people, learning about new issues. And so we have a, about 75% of members of our museum are photographers, either professionally or as an amateur uh, amateur projects. And we want people to 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 come and join and learn from from the peers. And so it is always a social opportunity. It is always um, um, the experience at the museum doesn't have just one layer. It is about art, but it is also about our social and emotional growth. It is also about uh, seeing people who have an interesting uh, things to say. So I want to encourage people to look at the visit at the museum uh, through a different uh, perspective, not just quietly enjoy and, and, um, and kind of a process the art, art, uh, art statements, but also have a social experience. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Zora. And um, I will encourage you all as well to be part of the artistic experience and submit some photos and check out the company we keep photographs of our complex relationship with animals now until July 3rd. Again, thank you so much for being on with us today. Thank you so very much for having me. Check out the exhibit at the Florida Museum of Photographic Arts in downtown Tampa now through July 3rd. Our relationship with animals is complex. Thank you to the museum for bringing this discussion to the forefront in such a unique and beautiful way. We hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of the Arts Access Florida podcast. 
You can find more information on today's guests in the show notes. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram by searching Arts Access Florida or go to our website, artsaccessflorida.org to get access to the arts. That's arts, A-X-I-S-F-L.org. Our show is a product of WUSF Public Media and made possible by our sponsors, Community Foundation Tampa Bay and Gobioff Foundation. A special thanks to our editor, Scott Walkler, and many more who make this show possible. Copyright 2022, WUSF Public Media. Oh, 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 o